This episode of Any Game Ride is brought to you by our amazing Patreon supporters like Suzanne J, Pedro C, Richard K, and a special thanks to Keen Hot and Juicy Maverick. If you'd like to support the show, visit patreon.com slash indiegameriot. And remember, you can't start a riot without a fresh indie news injection. This week we try to outlast satanic cults for the king. Man, I hope this trying to kill us thing is just a phase. We'll talk about this and more on episode 123 of Indie Game Riot. This is Josh, and I am joined by Ghost Tekido. Hello! And not Rev, because who knows? He works all the time. Yep. Don't um, worry, my squeaky chair will fill in for him. Isn't that right, Rev? <laughs> and as soon as I want to squeak it, it doesn't, it doesn't squeak. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. As always... Maybe we won't be cursed for this episode. As always, when we squeaky are uh, missing a person, we put a, a 100% accurate picture of yep. them in place. So that we'll That's be... Rev at one of his uh, sword fighting events. Yep. He's yeah. the masked p- pigu. <laughs> uh, that is 100% rev. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Totally. Believe us. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, of course, uh, many of you may have noticed that we were missing the past couple weeks. That it is because of. Um, uh, well, how about I go first so I can explain? Cool, dude. Uh, because uh, there was unfortunately a, a death on my wife's side of the family, we had to uh, go to the funeral. The funeral happens to be in Hawaii, which is where her family is. Um, so you don't go to Hawaii for like a day, <laughs> um, no. because that's expensive and a long ass trip. Um, yep. plus we kind of wanted to, uh, like my son has never actually physically met any of her family. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter hasn't been with like physically with their, yeah. her family. She was so like young. A baby. Yeah. Um, some of them people she hasn't met either. So, uh, you know, we actually ended up staying for... A week. We were gone for a little longer than that, but there was a like traveling takes like seventeen hours or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, there was like we actually on the way back. It actually technically was two days because uh, we caught the red eye. So we left like midday on the nineteenth, and because of time zones plus a long flight from LAX to Baltimore, uh, mm-hmm. it ended up being like five a.m. the oh, next day man. by the time we got here. Dude, flying. Uh, I will say, though, that flying uh, west to east is way better than flying east to west. It is. Uh, it's uh, Well, both ways, not only because it's impossible for me to sleep on a fucking plane. Yeah, of course. Um, I of course, it has to be. And I tried. I mean, outside of the fact that it was uncomfortable, but then I had this um, kids next to me just constantly mm-hmm. like, you know, all over me or yeah. just freaking out or whatever they're doing. So, and that's why that's why they need to make some drugs legal to give to your kids sometimes, and only for flights. Uh, they need well, to do they need the to do to kids called, what they do to the pets. The drug is called <laughs> drug Netflix. them, put them underneath. Yeah, really. The the drug is called Netflix. That's I mean, oh, yeah. they, honestly, the kids weren't that bad, especially considering how long the yeah. flights were. Um, and I feel just, like I feel like people know, right? It's like oh, right. eating kids. Yeah. Uh, like on the way there, uh, we were up for at least I was uh, up for. Um, over 24 hours 
by yeah. the time we actually got to where we needed to go, and that's including driving across the Big Island because it was cheaper to fly into one side than the other. Um, I mean, then, but it's not that's not too bad. No, it was like literally over twenty four hours. Yeah. Um, well, the driving part after the seventeen hour flight, yeah, well, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, after twenty four hours of being awake, uh, yeah, driving, it was it's about an hour to an hour and a half to go across. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pro it's kind of long, but it's not too bad. But the problem is, is that the road that you take is, I mean, they changed it recently, but it used to be at least one of the most dangerous roads in the country. Um, it's called saddle road. And, uh, so it's like outside of being just incredibly tired, but you're also like paranoid because you want to not fuck up, uh, cause it's super yep. windy and dark. Um, and it gets mm-hmm. foggy really easily. Uh, so, but we made it obviously. And, um, on the way back, uh, you know, it was a three hour drive from Baltimore to, to where, you know, to here. So, yep. Oh, dude, the <laughs> driving from Baltimore to around Philadelphia is like the worst drive ever. It, it, I, I take that back. No. Yes. From Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Christ, people! People that drive around Baltimore are fucking stupid, man. They're probably on drugs. They're idiots. No, they're. Oh yeah, it's horrible. I, it's horrible. I, I, I mean, maybe some of them. Awful. Like I, you know, I look at because when people piss me off when I'm driving, I don't know. I I gain some sort of satisfaction from like seeing their stupid fucking face. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know if that makes any sense. I know what I, you mean. I, know I like to mean. look. I like to look right at yeah. them. Like that's the face of an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Some of them, I highly doubt they were on drugs because they were like, I mean, I guess they could have been old and foreign. Is that they could have been old and foreign, or they could have been like there were some like just jackass like people in suits that were trying oh, to get oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh-huh. I mean? they think they're better than the, everyone. The, the, the amount of entitled people, yeah, oh, in the world that was that was part of it. There might have been a couple, but Jesus, yeah. man, I haven't experienced that kind of stupid shit in, like all in one area. In a long time, I, I don't even remember the last time I had to deal with that sort of thing. Maybe in Philly, maybe in Philly, but I wasn't driving then. Uh, so that was that was fun. The trip overall, though, was was good. Got to see family and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, got uh, food that we don't usually get around here because it's people don't buy it around here. Mm-hmm. So, how about you? Um, you know, I haven't. I haven't really done a whole lot. Oh, you know what I did do? Uh, I've been I've been playing some AAA trash. Oh, so have I. <laughs> to be fair, uh, it is the the new the new Zelda game. Oh, you got a Switch? Or no, you I got didn't it for the Wii U. I didn't. Well, I I'm playing the Wii U version on a on a it's... Wii U emulator. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know there was one yet. Yeah, there is. It's it, it it's all right. Um I it was it's a nice change of pace from what I've been playing. Uh, indie game and it, it's not of any sort. <laughs> no, of course not. Um But, you know. Anyway, I mean like that's I haven't done a whole lot. I've sat in the squeaky chair. I'm I'm learning, I'm slowly learning Unreal 4. That's pretty much that's pretty much what I've done. Cool. Yeah. Um it's Is that C plus plus based or is that different? Yep. It's 
C++ just straight up. Good. Yeah. I need someone to learn so, C++ because I don't have yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, that's... <sighs> well, congratulations <laughs> on kind of being productive, actually. Yeah, uh, attempting teaching, to be productive. Teaching yourself something. I mean, yeah. anyway. How about you, Rev? Fair. I've been oh play, yeah, uh, I've been acting like a pig on, out in the forest. Oh, yeah, working oh, Rev. Off. oh, Rev. You and yeah. your antics. Um, oh, you and your you and your funny ridiculous shit. Oh, looks like a bad segue is coming up to indie news injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an indie news injection? Thanks, indie games. This week on Any News Injection, it's almost that time of year again Woo. where we bombard you with Indie Revolution Expo news and encouragement to sign up. Uh, yeah. Sign ups on IndieGameRiot.com slash Expo, or you can just go to IndieGameRiot.com and it is in the uh, that top navigational bar. Josh, have you updated the uh, the, the IRX page yet? Because I don't know the exact dates, and I don't yes. want to tell these people lies. I have. I have. Okay. So it is July 14th through the July 16th from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. each day on Twitch. Yes. Right where we're streaming right now. I do need to update. Two. We got some uh, – I, I need to update the page with, um, like, new registrations. By the way, totally. uh, if you have an indie game, register your indie game for IRX17. It is free. Free exposure for you. It's a good time. Get to meet other devs and other uh, indie professionals of sorts. Yep. And uh, or and or you can also sign up for a panel if you want to. Talk you have about something, something to say. Yeah. yeah. So do that. I, I will also say that that uh, and this is just sort of a note to Josh. Uh, we need to go back into the website and, and relink all of the media because it's sending to our old uh, old hitbox page. Just a note. I thought I changed all, but anyway, I'll check it out. Later. We'll fix it later. We'll fix uh, it. Later. You know what game should be part of IRX? Fix it later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. Sure. <laughs> uh, Bendy uh, and the Ink Machine, uh, because it's an awesome. The first chapter is an awesome free game. However, the second chapter is not free, um, but it has come out, and uh, I think it's like five or six bucks on Game Jolt. Uh, and I think he also has it on itch.io. So it is it, it is a uh, six five ninety nine or more on Game Jolt. There you go. Uh, yeah, I guess you can add more if you want to support the dev, which we always encourage because Bendy is pretty awesome. It's made by the Meatly uh, and someone else. I think also uh, does the programming, um, but it's it's a horror game. And uh, I played it on a Let's Play My Game Live uh, stream once. Yeah. And, uh, the first one, the first chapter, and it was scary, but it was like. Not a whole lot of intense, like, like, like yeah. oh, my life is in danger. There's, like, one moment mm -hmm. where I ran away, but, like, nothing really happened. This yeah. one, actually, there is harm able to be done to your body <laughs> in the game. Um, right. So it is, and it's a little bit longer, and there's puzzles. Um, so it's worth the money, and uh, I, I can't wait. I'm not a huge fan of episodic things, but at the same time, I understand. Five bucks, two I episodes, I understand. Fun game. Well, it's going to be more episodes, totally. but I understand to it because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's just the, the couple people. So, Exactly. Um, uh, speaking speaking of, of a couple people, uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Shit. Hold on. Hey, that's the IRX logo because I don't do my job right, and it's been a long time. This is the not shit. <laughs> Hold on. All right. There we go. <laughs> there shrink. we go. I'm going to shrink Almost. it down. There cool. You go. Good idea. While <laughs> you're doing that. 
Uh, on April 25th, Stardew Valley moved into 1.2, which means uh, we'll be able to get multiplayer, guys, right? Multiplayer, right? Yeah. Right? Multiplayer? Yeah, no. Because that's what they promised. Except not. Uh, except for the fact that now you can play Stardew Valley in uh, German, Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, Russian. Well, Brazilian and Portuguese are basically the same. Russian, Japanese, and simplified Chinese. So if you live anywhere in the world and you speak one of the languages that I just said, have fun playing Stardew Valley. Because now you can play it even in your though, native language. Even though there's a good chance you probably already know English. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, they also they fixed some bugs. Um like a bunch of crashes that nobody really was having. I never had those problems. Um, they fixed uh, the windowed borderless to, to full screen button, which was bothering me and very confusing. Uh, and they fixed what else were, Oh, they, they fixed controller support so that the controllers uh, a little bit easier to use. The only reason I can see for using a controller is if, No, just use the mouse and keyboard. I, I, a controller just really? sounds it, terrible. It makes it harder. It makes it harder. Yeah. It, it allows you to, uh, it allows you to like, so I will say that using a keyboard and a mouse to play Stardew Valley, it, it is much easier to play one handed with the, with the, with the controller. So you don't have to be as involved, but you still need to use the mouse. Really? Yeah. I and just, that sounds very, uh, tanked like yes the, the the idea of it but, but but they're doing it because people people want it so better to have it i actually remember there was an update that he made on the kickstarter years ago where uh where he where someone was like controller support and he goes i, I don't know about controller support because it doesn't make Look sense yeah exactly well he, he's made it work and it, and it works it works pretty all right the best part about this update is that they are still working on multiplayer. Yeah. Which is so. Hey, here's an update about something we don't have in the game. Thanks. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, exactly. But, but it was something, and then, and the game's so good. You know, the game is so. Good. I guess I can forgive it. But you know yeah. what I can't forgive. What can't you forgive? Uh, why we can't play games for more than a year anymore, according to Takedo. Yeah. No, we are not allowed to play games anymore for more than a year. Explain yourself, because that doesn't make okay. any sense. So today, for those of you who, who don't know, uh, this is being recorded on the, the, the 26th, 6th of 6th. April. Uh, the, new, the new Call of Duty came out. Or the the new the new trailer came out for the new Call of Duty game, and it got me thinking. the The old Call of Duty game, like Call of Duty Two, you know, the last good World War Two Call of Duty game, was like a whole game. And I remember I played that game for a long time, a, a very a surprisingly a surprisingly long time, and ever since then. <laughs> That was sort of like the turning point. Uh, bigger, bigger publishers, AAA publishers, have have gone the route of they're releasing. Uh, excuse me, nice. they're releasing a title every year, and that's the game that you're gonna play. And there are people who go, 
Well, you know who? Like well, it's 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 surprise. People go to GameStop, and they buy two games a year, and it's Madden and Call of Duty. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, like Madden is notorious, like sports games, but especially yeah. Madden, they're notorious. Yeah. You know, because and people complain, even even the people that buy it, uh, oh, complain yeah. that it's basically a glorified roster update. It is um, for sixty. That bucks. they could that they could push via the internet. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. But, but it's, I mean... The, the point that I'm trying to make is that right. when was the last time you were able to sit down to a game and enjoy that game for an extended period of time? Like, like we found plenty of those on the show, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, like, like I realized today, and that's, like, that's like the thing that I, I want to, like, I want to I pick the brains at, you know? Pick your brain, pick the audience's brain is that most most of the games now that that are coming out they're they're designed to only be interesting for like a, a, a few months maybe so what, what game, year would you say play? this this trend started um it was i don't know it was probably like once DLC became when did halo 3 come out oh shit 2007 halo 3 came out in 2007 yeah yeah so around now like 2007 okay because then uh so just a counter a counter example um left for dead like valve is a company i think that doesn't Mm -hmm. do this although that's you know, true. Albeit they they are they are concentrated on Steam, <laughs> um, but Left for Dead, yeah. even though people complain that it came out too early, it I wouldn't say that it lacked anything. I mean, it was still pretty much the same formula plus melee weapons and some like new yeah. like end game mechanics with like the gas runs and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But that. It was still a good game. Like it wasn't lacking anything. Um, yeah. Well, but it's because those games. Well, one. It's the kind of game it is because it's it, high replay rate, right? Exactly. So exactly. it really, I think, is it really people? Is it really them trying to do that? Which I kind well, of agree maybe, that it maybe is. I, I think. I think it boils sake. down to are are we living in a throwaway game society like are we living in a, in a in a world where games well the problem i don't know are again i i meant I'm to not be used sh- for a short amount of time and then thrown away like like a short piece of entertainment like well, is again, that I'm, is that where this is going i'm not sure if it's necessarily the fact that they're this would have been that way which it wouldn't right. surprise me if it was because you know it's corporate greed mm-hmm. and all planned that stuff, obsolescence but, corporate bullshit yeah but at the same time it could just be the way the world is at this point with online multiplayer, especially in those kinds of games. Because, True. you know, and people do play those games for a long time on as far as multiplayer goes. Um, but at it, some but, point it does know, get until, stale and they want to update yeah. it in order to make money. You know, like the same thing with Battlefield or, or whatever. And, yeah. Um, although Blizzard with Overwatch, you know, they have a different style where they uh, just continuously update it and they keep it fresh that way. Um, right. So I don't know. Uh, as far as like, this well, would be this would have been a better discussion if Rev were here. But 
it leaves a good opportunity because we we have said a bunch of things and we're moving a little quick but i think we've kind of come to the end of this this thought but there's a lot well before we move on i I wanted to ask let's bring it back to indie games right so just to you know to wrap it up, I want to bring it back to you. Have games. to do that. I was planning on doing that too. I have that. <laughs> so so, what do indie games do this? And uh, I think I think that indie games do this for a completely different reason. I think that I think that indie games do this because people are eager to get games out, and making a game is really hard. And so the game that might be released isn't exactly what a developer might necessarily believe it to Pub- be in its final form. Have it, Publishers do that. that they, Publishers they push, push that. It, you know? Exactly, exactly. Actually, you know what? That's a really good point. Is that is that I think maybe it's just a symptom of being rushed in a market that is uh, moving very fast. Or in terms of Activision's uh, case, very, very, very slow. Well, I, I mean, the thing, though, is that indie games never have really moved fast, I don't think. I mean, That's the true. industry in itself, yes, but as far as yeah, making exactly. the games the, the go, industry itself. Yeah. as far as making the games go, it's always been pretty, uh, pretty slow. Um, you know, it's a slow march because it's small teams and stuff like that, small budgets. But that's kind of nice, but you know, the publishers like, if you what, had more money. If you had more money to make the same game, the game would be more money. Well, the publishers, <laughs> what they worry about is that they, the longer it's out, the more money they sink into it, um, which is what happened to I think Poncho, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And they were just like, "Hey, we get, we're not doing this anymore." Um, yeah. So, which sucks, I think. It does. But. I don't know. I think overall, though, the indie indies, it's just another point where indies diverge from AAAs uh, in the sense that it just ends up being better for, for the community as a whole. I, I also I also think it, it depends on what kind of experience you're trying to go for. I'm sorry about my chair. It's it's awful. So so like I, the um, indie games getting as popular as they have. Have have sort of opened the door in a, in a more positive light to these shorter thirty five minute to three hour experiences, so to speak. You know, like it's a it's it's a it's a form of media that you consume. Kind of like a perfect example would be uh, Firewatch, right? Which is a game that. I I think is I think lacking but I think it's an the, experience. I think I think a good example of like <clears throat> something that was short and I guess you could say experimental in a way. Yeah. Um if you remember and and it's like towards the beginning it's not really that old. It's not as old as like Castle Crashers or something like that or Right. uh or uh the Braid. But mm-hmm. uh do you remember Little Inferno? Uh, Little Inferno. Yeah. Little Inferno just for me. Yeah, Little Inferno was great. It was a really fun game, but it was totally different. Oh! Uh, it was, it was. How's a hairball? Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. That was, that was, I don't know, that was a good example of... But, but um, that game, but that game's like 10, hours. Uh, like five well, it depends hours. on how much you fuck around. 
That's true. That's true. Because that's what exactly. the game is. And mm-hmm. the, the one thing, too, uh, I wanted to mention about um, pushing out a game, like, every year or something like that, it mm-hmm. sucks. It doesn't take a year. It's it You know, it takes multiple years. Well, it sucks because it, it's it's you're basically pushing devs to the brink. Oh, yeah. Uh, trying to crank oh, no, that stuff out. They're not devs. They're just contractors. Yeah, really. You're pushing them to the brink trying to crank that stuff out, and... You know they can only do so much within a year, and it, 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 everything just suffers for it. And a lot of times too, um, and then it's, it's like with first day patches. I, I talked about Rev with this. I don't know if you're on that episode or not about patches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how it like? I'm not a huge fan of patching, and I I like the idea that it if there is something wrong, you can fix it. Because back in the day, if there was something wrong, well, you're fucked. <laughs> Basically, that that game exactly. doesn't work. Um, but because it seems like there's a lower quality, it seems like there's a lower quality of uh, development be- in yeah. order to get pushed out so fast nowadays. Mm-hmm. But exactly. you can fix it. But it, it like with especially, I think that I think that we need with like I mean with like Mass Effect have. Andromeda, for instance. Ugh. They pushed that out. They weren't ready. They were talking yeah. about, and they even pushed the the release date and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and. I mean, I like the game, but the they obviously had things to fix. Keep talking about your back. All right. Well, that's it anyway. So uh, while he just randomly leaves because he has a, a, a oh, he has food. Okay. Uh, we're professionals, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I had a delivery. Good. There you go. Uh, yeah, well, that was the eat. end of my thought, anyway. So we'll... I got I got to eat before we uh, go on to the next thing. If if we we've said a lot of things, what are your opinions on this? Leave a comment down below. Words, words. You know what else has words? The next segment, which is starting the riot. Woo! Huh? This week on starting the riot, we are going to be talking about a very very popular game, which we uh, usually don't talk about like super popular games. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we well, talk to about be them, fair, and then they get popular because we're so exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this has been long awaited and postponed. It is Outlast Two uh, by Red Barrels, and um, if you haven't played the first one, I highly suggest it. It is a little. It's one of those. The first one's one of those games too that gets kind of like it's it's terrifying for like the first half of it, and then you get used to it, and you're like, come on, like, and then you get through it. Uh, this one. A shit ton more terrifying and a lot more fucked up than the first one, um, <laughs> dude. That's that's the one thing that I've noticed about about the the direction that a lot of these sort of indie horror games are going is that it's no longer about oh it's jump scares, cute jump scares. It's like there there's some shit that like makes me uncomfortable, right? You know what I mean? Like like in 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 horrible like they're they're well, it's some horrible it's stuff. Inter- it's interesting because I I read something that in the first one. They had planned. They had initially planned like a, a deliverance style rape scene, um, uh-huh. at some point in the game, and then they're like, "Oh, that's too fucked up for people to to play through. They're not going to want to see that." So they took it out. Yeah. And then in this one, the whole thing is essentially about some guy raping people. I, well, I think you know, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, and I mean, it's it's actually the major theme is religion, but. Part of like the big thing about it is some guy like impregnating women, um, and I th- what I think the story is, is that uh, they're trying to impregnate women, 
the guy the guy's trying to impregnate a woman in order to uh, bring forth the the Antichrist. Right. And then, but instead of letting it become born, he kills the kid. So every time someone's pregnant, they kill a kid. So not only is there like that sort of stuff in there, but then there's dead babies all over the goddamn place. And just a lot more really gruesome shit. And if you ever played the demo for Outlast 2, uh, of course, you know how one's balls tend to be severed from one's body. And, uh, and there, there's a lot of that in this as well. Um, so uh, I even think the, the enemies are just creepier in general. Yeah. In, in this well, they, they had to step it up. I mean, the first one got got so famous because it was actually terrifying. Right. You know, and, it's like they, they can't release the same terrifying. It doesn't work that way. And this it's like, is oh, the it's just time, Outlast 1. If this is it's the not. first time you've ever played a game, um, Outlast, uh, by the way, is like a survival horror, but you don't defend yourself. It's basically run and hide or you die. Um, it's it's actually a very it's a stealth mechanic basically, um, so uh, it's not like shooting your way through like in Dead Space. Yeah. Um, and you use a camera to record things and and use like night vision in the dark and it's just really scary. Um, and in this one, it's 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 interesting. You mentioned like um, in between segments, you mentioned uh, you were talking about level design and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's interesting because in the first one it took place in an asylum and very it was very much hallways and you know it led you that way but this is a lot of this is outside in like a, a desert type of area because it takes place in mm-hmm. Arizona um, on a suppo- <coughs> supposed reservation and uh, the one complaint people have is that you get lost really easy in it, but it's mm-hmm. interesting. But that's kind of the point, right? Like, well, it's it's supposed to be like that because you're like running from people and then you're like in in a blind panic trying to f- figure out where you're supposed to go. And I could see it getting frustrating, but at the same time, it's also terrifying because you're just like fuck, 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 you know, the whole time. Yep. Um, but they they do generally do a good job of lighting your path very subtly too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few times where like you might have to crawl through a hole or squeeze through like a tight space and you don't see it because you're in a panic. So you're like, where yep. the fuck do I go? And it might take you some time. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, like that's sort of like to be to be perfectly honest, that's sort of an issue that we've had with games for a while. Really, like oh, there, there's a there's one little bit that's you know not uh, that, that that I can't get through or is really dumb, but. Like that's sort of, you know, what we've done. We've yeah. we've we've been through that. It's fine. Like it's it's just part of games. But it's it feels good when you figure it out, doesn't it? Yeah, it's Maybe. not like a puzzle, but I mean, it, yeah, you always find your way eventually. Uh huh. Even after Definitely. you get your nuts stabbed several times. Um. Yeah. So Outlast Two is uh for the PC. You can pick it up right now for twenty nine ninety nine, <coughs> and that's for. Uh, so you can get that here. Let me just, uh, I'm on their website. So you can use the, the humble widget on their website, uh, and, and get it through that way and get a DRM free download as well as a steam release. There's another mechanic to this, by the way, uh, before I forget to mention it, that's different from the first one. And is actually, you can use your camera as a, basically an echolocator. You can turn uh, like the microphone on. I guess it's like a shotgun mic or something. It's supposedly yeah. attached to it, and point it in the direction of people, trying to figure out where they're at, so you can like figure out when to come out of hiding spaces or, or 
go through like a cornfield or something like that and not run into people. Um, so that's, it has a, an interesting new mechanic that way. Um, instead of just hiding, it's, it's kind of like forcing you to go even though they're still pursuing you. And mm-hmm. by the way, in this, <clears throat> there's a lot less breaks in this game from what I can tell. So it's almost like constant, you know, you're, you're almost constantly puckering your anus so mm-hmm. during this game it's, yeah. it's almost like i would say like 95 percent of this game is just i uh terrifying. i did notice that some some individuals on steam uh aren't thrilled with it and a lot of the more um <clears throat> helpful reviews are negative it seems but it still has an overall very positive uh uh score because it has it has fifteen hundred positive reviews, and then one hundred and forty negative. I don't know what people are bitching about, other than the fact of getting a lost. I don't know what they would be bitching about. Uh, they're they're saying that it's that it's too similar to the first one, or to well, pick it up on sale. Fucking, I don't know. It's a franchise. It's a horror game, exactly. I bet those same people play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're whatever. Uh, so anyway. yeah, Outlast Two. Really good. I would have much preferred to have had this come out during Halloween when it was supposed to, um, but hey, whatever. We at least yeah. we got it. And uh, from what I've seen so far, um, it's very very good. And uh, I, if you uh, are on a bad uh, poop day where you're having some some uh, unstable <laughs> <laughs> unstable bowel movements, I would highly suggest maybe going and checking out. I, I don't know if they ever made those diapers. If you remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the Outlast <laughs> two diapers. Yeah, you yeah. might you might need some of those. So uh just saying. Anyway, uh you know what you don't need diapers for? Unless you're gonna be playing for a long time. Uh the peep show. Please give all your attention to early access. <laughs> This week on Peep Show, For the King is the game that is uh, currently working on coming out, but you can play an early access build of it on Steam for $14.99. For the King is a, it's an RPG co-op or single player style game with some, it's kind of, kind of 4X where you, 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 you and your party move around the map and then... Uh, you know, when there are battles or other things going on, it goes into a turn-based sort of 4X style-ish. It's kind of like board uh, battle. a little bit. It's kind of board game It's it's Do you remember that game school. Wartile? I do remember that game War- it Wartile. It reminds it's, me a tiny bit of Wartile. A, a little bit like Wartile. A little... You're, you're sort of less involved. It's more of really an RPG where you're sort yeah. of out of the scenario and you're, like, controlling the, the player that you're, you know playing the role as um but it it's it's still like it's open enough and it's and it's big enough and uh the fact that you can it's basically play final fantasy with your friends yeah and have it be like new and fresh and and sort of low poly and just just very very crisp yeah i believe they um uh because this is early access you also have to be wary of updates uh, the last update was, I think, it looks like they're doing an update every month or so um, with 
uh, two updates coming out in January, and then their most recent update coming out uh, earlier this month in April, um, where they... Are they in beta? Wait a second. Wait a second. Is this? Access. It is early. It is early access. But but their build is like 1.0 something. Anyway, um, it's it's very interesting. Definitely check it out. It's by Iron Oak Games. That is weird. Uh, it's 1.0.23. Hmm. Yeah, it's probably beta 1.0.23. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, any any questions, Josh? Um, or anything else to add? Well, I like the. It's kind of an issue because when you think RPG, uh, a lot of times it's more open world. But this kind of like blends the line between yep open world and not the hallway. It's, it's not it's not a hallway, but it's 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 like it's not a hallway. I know kinda, what you mean. You can't just go anywhere, but at exactly. the same time, you can go anywhere. I don't know. Well, how where it. where like I I do really like that that you you are sort of given a. a a choice as to what to do and where to go. And I think that th that also plays into the whole gameplay aspect with these kinds of games, because you have the, the, the turn-based, uh, the turn-based combat and you have the, the sort of four X styling and, and you know, your, your movement and moving around the map. And it, it all sort of comes together mm -hmm. with, with the, the, the very like cartoony and light art style that just, just works <laughs> well okay so well i mean the maps are procedural and then yeah. you know with so there's like a roguelike thing to it mm -hmm. they add the rpg elements what's more of a, it's kind of like a jrpg too the way the combat a little works. bit yep um you know because it's turn-based and all that stuff but at the same time you're kind of traveling across this world so it seems like when like it's limited to the fact that you know you're you go by tile by tile and then turn-based uh, right battle but at the same time, you, you you it feels open because you can travel across yeah. the world, uh, completing quests and, and, and creating and, your own And stories, I like also exactly. And I also like that that they sort of there. There's a trend now where an RPG means you're gonna play a a specific role that the dev picked for you, and mm -hmm. that's the role that you're playing. Whereas like the traditional sort of like role playing game is like you come in and you fill a role and you. You know, you create that role and you and you play that character. Well, because it and, helps and like I feel immersion. like exactly, and I feel like this is a little bit closer to to filling that character because you do have the world in front of you, and you can like you know you can make these choices, especially because I'm looking at this honestly like as a co-op experience because I think that that that's where this is like really gonna fun. exactly, and and so if you look at it in, in, in a sense of you and your friends starting out small and going on a quest and getting as, and getting as powerful as you can. Yes. Awesome. Great job. Play it. The, by the way, the co-op is online and local. So yes. Depending on the style. And of I think they, I think they had uh local for a while, but online co-op has come out uh, just this year. Yeah. Nice buddy. Um, it is currently fourteen ninety nine, and uh, for Windows and Mac, sorry Linux, fuck you. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. If once this game's totally done, uh, fourteen ninety nine, totally, totally reasonable. Well, it's the, the thing a lot of people mention too is that this doesn't feel early access to them. That's I'm true. seeing like the reviews and stuff. It, like it that. is. It is very. There is already a level of polish on it. 
So I'm excited to see Definitely. the finish because whenever there's a level of polish during early access or early development, <laughs> that makes me excited to see the finished product. It's like, well, if this isn't finished, then man, the finished product is going to be awesome. So keep yep. an eye on it uh, for the king. Maybe, maybe you played it at PAX. Iron Oak Games, maybe. Yes. Um, was it was it at the PAX? Uh, it got uh, so it was part of the Indie you know Mega I just booth. had it was it a, was part of the Mega Booth and yeah. it was oh yeah so so it was Indie Mega Booth last two years yeah that's what it nice. is. Uh, Indie Mega Booth have uh, good tasting games as well so. Mm-hmm. They do. Uh, you know what else has good taste in games? You, because you like being frugal with your money, and you're gonna play this next game, which is free on free fun. I'm sorry, we, I'm yelling at them. I'm sorry, I'm yelling at everybody. We make sense. it's just <laughs> <laughs> free fun. This week on Free Fun, we have a nice little puzzle game made in Ludum Dare Thirty. What the fuck was it? Thirty nine, thirty seven, something. I forget. Uh, I'll go look real quick. Hold on. But anyway, it was made for the Ludendari Jam, and it's called Phase. Uh, the Ludendari Jam that was made in, the theme was One Room. So this game, uh, it was 37, by the way, the Ludendari. Uh, the, the theme was One Room, and the basic uh, point of this game is that you um, are in this one room, and you end up having to go through various, I guess you could say, realities. Uh, in this one room so little things will change you might have to pick up like uh things and for some reason the door talks to you by the way i don't know why <laughs> yeah uh but you have to pick up things in various rooms to solve the puzzles to go um to change things in other rooms and that sort of stuff it's pretty simple um concept uh but at the same time pretty complex if that makes sense just for the fact that it's so simplistic on the outside uh, with with like a deeper puzzle underneath yeah. it. Um, very smart development, puzzle development. Definitely. Um, it is made by Retrospector. That is the name on Itch.io. So if he goes by another name, I'm sorry, but that's what I found. Um, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot to say about that other than that. Do you have any questions or anything that you particularly like about what you see? Uh- so, so I think that the Ludum Dari game, mm-hmm. uh, so that's cool. Uh, I'm playing it right now. I think the controls are a little clunky, and I think that the 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 up and the down shift on the uh, on the planes shouldn't have been Z and C. It should have been Q and E. So I wouldn't have to move my hand off of W A S and D to move, which is like. That's really frustrating. But Other they, than that, it's good feedback. If they ever, um, man, my like, is breaking. If they ever those two things, those two things, are the only thing. The controls are a little clunky, but easy they fixes, work. Right? I, I exactly, and the fact that they just need to rebind Z and C with Q and E, yeah. like do it, do it the way, um, do it the way Poncho did it. That was easy. What would Why Poncho not just, do? Uh, they use the up and down arrow keys. <laughs> Which don't yeah, yeah. work and actually control you. So, so that's another thing. Up and down arrow keys. Wait, you can use WASD. Yeah, you use WAS and oh, maybe that's why it's not. Maybe that's why I'm having a hard time because it wants you to use the arrow keys and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they they have old school controls. Yeah, that's what it is. I think it's interesting. And I don't know, Garrett's in the chat. Who's the dev? Um, 
what what like I want to know what makes WASD is so popular now. But yeah. you know, back in the day it always used to be arrow keys. Like why what makes devs still use arrow keys for controls? I don't especially you know since you're usually operating the mouse with your right hand. I mean, I know not all games have to use the mouse, but I don't know. It's just an interesting design choice that I don't fully understand. But anyway, uh, yeah. so yeah, phase. It is fun. Simple. This game is fun. Pretty simple. It is free. It's sort of on, like Portal. It is free on Itch.io. Uh, so, and I actually think you can play it right in the browser if you want to. I think. So, like, I'm playing it in the browser right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It plays I, great in the browser. It I runs, downloaded it, runs. it, so I, I didn't. I didn't play it in the browser. So, um, yeah, uh, it's name your own price, so it is free. But I yeah. highly suggest that you. Um, that you support the dev if you can. It's actually surprisingly fun. Uh, like it's it's great. Like the 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 level of the level of difficulty is uh just just really really good. Like the the design. It, the puzzles are satisfying, right? Very satisfying. Yeah. Ah. Huh. This is a smart design right there. Yep. Um, you know what else is a smart design? The end of the show. The end of the show is smartly designed, not really. Um, <laughs> if you, speaking of supporting, if you'd like to support us, you like what we do, and you want to help us grow the show, um, please consider going to Patreon.com/slash/IndieGameRiot, and uh, you know, dollar or more every month is always appreciated. You do five dollars, it just like sacrifice coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, you might pay it like five dollars at a Starbucks or whatever. You could just uh, sacrifice one of those coffees and. Uh, Help us out immensely, and uh, you know if you saw if you like the whole logo thing at the beginning, like uh, Keen, there's a tier for that as well. I think it's uh, 25 bucks uh, a month. So thank you so much for the consideration. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can always go to Twitter at IGR Podcast or Facebook.com/slash IGR Podcast. Of course, you can always just email us contact at indiegameride.com. Any last words, sir? Uh. I'm having I'm having a lot of fun playing this free fun game. I'm surprised. Now you're actually. Now you're addicted. Yeah, I'm I'm a little bit addicted. Uh, play play phase. It's pretty good. Uh, sign up for IRX. We need you. Uh, yes. It's going to be bigger than ever this year. Um, I'm I'm in I'm about to go into crunch mode. Soon. Yeah, yeah, dude. I realized the other week that that it was like, it's oh yeah, mode. IRX is coming up, and it's like, how many more mites? April, two months, like eight yeah, we weeks got, we max. Got, we got two and a half months right now, so. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So Crunch time. I'm going to have to start crunching down on that and start emailing everyone in the world. Yeah. Uh, so, again, if you uh, haven't gotten your game signed up, sign up your game, sign up your panel, hide your kids, hide your wives, uh, and uh, sign up for our acts. And yes. uh, say goodbye. See you next time, guys. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles.